Hello, and welcome to another Sunday Setup for Success, my weekly podcast where I talk about all the mental and emotional and physical components in our modern lives. My name is Felix Becker, and I am the Broke Surgeon. Now, before I get into today's topic, which, as you know, will be the fourth P, planning, I had a couple of uh, people reach out to me this week and ask, what do I mean by broke surgeon? What, what does that mean? Where does that come from? Well, a- as you probably know by now, I am a trauma surgeon by training. And that's where a lot of my burnout came from. When I was doing trauma as a surgeon in St. Louis, that was both the best job as well as the worst job I've ever had. And I say this a lot. Uh, It was the best job professionally. It really helped me grow professionally into the surgeon that I am today. But it also broke me mentally, emotionally, and physically. And that's really where a lot of my burnout came from. And I didn't know this at the time. I just knew that my cynicism about the world and my resentment for the job that I was doing, my my lack of meaning were not right. Now, anybody looking at me from the outside would think that as a surgeon, I have a successful career. I have it made in life. I should be satisfied and happy and feel successful. But that's not what was happening, right? So I had this disconnect between what the world thought I should be feeling and what I thought I should be feeling too and how I was really feeling. And my initial thoughts on that were that it was because medicine as a system, the healthcare system, is broken. And it is. Don't get, don't get me wrong on that. I mean, the healthcare system is, woo, that's a whole nother beast. But I thought the system was broken. I thought there was something wrong with the system that was causing me to feel the way I was feeling. Because I didn't look at myself first. So I thought it was the system that was broken, not me. And so I embarked on the project last year to try to find all the problems that we have in our healthcare system and find ways to fix it. And I called that the broke surgeon project because I felt as a surgeon, I felt broken. But as it was going through this project and creating this project, I came to realize that it was actually me who was broken. And so it's kind of ironic, right? I, I didn't name the system or the, the project, the broken healthcare system. I named the system, the, the, the project that I was doing, the broke surgeon project. So maybe subconsciously, I already knew the answer. I don't know, but that's where it came from. So I had the broke surgeon domain and it just stuck. I still have it, I paid for it. And I re- also realized now as I'm embarking on this, on, on my coaching journey, and I'm trying to share all this stuff and burnout with you guys, that brokesurgeon.com is a whole lot easier to remember than felixbecker.com, right? 
that domain also exists, but you know, my name is German and it has that OE and a CK and people never know how to spell it or how to pronounce it. And broke surgeon just is a whole lot easier. And so I kept brokesurgeon.com and that's really where that came from is from my initial foray into trying to figure out why what I was feeling was not aligned with what I should be feeling. And it's that disconnect that I later came to realize was my own burnout. So that's where Broke Surgeon came from. Now, fast forward a year to today, I know this, and I now have put together my own experiences with that journey that I embarked on for myself into the Phoenix program. I have started my certifying process to become a certified coach. And as part of that, uh, I enrolled in the Lumia program to become a certified coach. And through that, I learned a whole lot of tools and techniques and frameworks that are all backed in science on coaching, right? And so what I, what I then realized is that I had this perfect combination of things. I had my own experience with burnout and the things that I needed to do for myself to find myself again and get out of the rut that I was in and all these techniques and frameworks that are backed with science that work for most people. So you put these two together and you end up with the Phoenix program. So that is my project now to help you out of your own burn pit that is your life. You may not even recognize that what you're feeling right now could be considered burnout. And that is important because burnout is not a diagnosable condition. And I say this because I'm a physician. I, I Theoretically, I should know what diagnosable conditions are. But here's the interesting thing. I do have depression. And at times, depression flares up. And what I came to realize is that there is significant overlap in the symptoms between burnout and depression. And so the thing to keep in mind, though, is that burnout is a temporary situation. Burnout can end. Depression does not. There are ways to protect yourself from flare-ups and deal with flare-ups when they happen. But depression is something that is a chronic disease. And it's diagnosable. There are certain criteria in the DSM that state you must have these, this, that, and the other. And then you can, you can say that that person has depression. That's not the case with burnout. Even though the symptoms are frequently similar, but because burnout is so temporary and also because burnout is different for every person, it's really hard to slap a label on it and say this, you know, and have diagnostic criteria for it. So all we can really say is if you're disengaged from your work, if you're not feeling satisfied, if you're having all these negative emotions tied to your job, that's burnout in a very large overview. But what burnout means for you specifically is really what burnout means for you specifically, right? Your burnout is going to be different than my burnout, which is different than that person's burnout. But there is this idea in my head, at least, that burnout and depression are very similar. So again, you take my own experience with burnout, you take my experience with depression, and you take my experience going through a certifying coaching course, and you get the Phoenix program. 
and I'm still working on the video series that will be up on the website hopefully soon. But I also have put together a uh, slide deck for organizations. So if you're an organization and you're trying to help your employees with burnout, that is available to you as well. Now it is this, this, you know, this, this beginning of July and we're about to celebrate independence day. And I want you to be able to celebrate independence from your burnout. And so for this weekend in honor of independence day and in honor of uh, even my career in the military, I've discounted the uh, Phoenix textbook. So you can get that on my website and you pay any price you want, whatever you want. You put the dollar amount in, that's what you pay for the textbook. And that is my gift to you on this Independence Day weekend. Now, let's get into today's topic, planning, right? So the fourth P is planning. We already talked about the first of the three Ps, positivity. And I hope you continue on your positivity exercises. Purpose, uh, that's really the bedrock of everything, right? You need to know your purpose. You need to know your purpose not even for your own life, but maybe also the purpose that you're holding within your organization that you work for, right? So in the context of your organization, what is your burnout? Because that disconnect between what you think you should be doing or, or what, your, what your role in your organization is versus how the organization appreciates you and supports you for what it is that you're doing, that disconnect also causes burnout. The third P that we talked about previously is priming. So that is future visioning. That is creating in your mind pictures of what you want your future to look like, what you want your future to look like. Okay. And so again, you need to know what your purpose is. You need to be dialed in on that somewhat well so that you can create a vision for your future that is aligned with your purpose. If you put the wrong pictures on your vision board, you're going to create the wrong future for yourself. And you're going to end up right where you started in a place that you don't want to be in. We don't want that. So once you have all those components in place, you're doing your positivity to you get yourself into that growth mindset, you're dialed in on your purpose and your future visioning, you're priming your mind on what it is that you want your future to look like. Well, what you need now is a roadmap to get from here to there. Like when you punch a destination into your GPS in your car, for example, right? You know where you're starting. That's right here, right now. And you know where you're going. That's your future visioning. That's your, that's your priming that you're doing. But now you need to connect the dots and that's planning. Now, when it comes to planning, if you have the textbook or uh, even if you subscribe to the free mini course that's available on the website, I share with you a table that you use for your 30 day plans, your three to six month plans and your one year plans. Okay. Those are your goals that you set, set for yourself and how you're going to get to those goals. Because keep in mind, and this is, this is very important. This is why planning is so important. The difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. A dream will remain a dream forever, but if you want to turn into a goal, you need to have a plan on how to achieve that goal. And that's why planning is so important. So I'm a planner anyways, I like to plan. So every day 
for example, I create these little note cards for me uh, with things that I want to do that day and I cross them off as, as I go along uh, to make sure that I get to do the things that I need to get done and want to get done every day. If I don't do this, I frequently lose track of the things that I need to get done. Sometimes I set reminders on my phone because I'm out on the road and I don't have access to my note cards because they're usually at home. But I like to plan these things so that things get done. Because if I don't write it down somewhere, it doesn't get done. Now, this is where I have to make a confession. When I started on this journey myself over a year ago, I created a plan for myself. And I didn't realize, I guess, at the time how important this big picture plan was going to be in my life. Because at some point last year, there were a lot of personal issues in my life and a lot of additional stressors that um, tried to derail me. I stopped paying attention to my plan, my big picture plan. I still have my note cards. I still have the things that I needed to get done from day to day. But my big picture plan, my 30-day plan, my six-month plan, my one-year plan, you know, I stopped looking at it. And... As I was going through creating this Phoenix program now, I went back to it because I realized I'm an idiot. I forgot. I stopped looking at my plan. Um, I looked back at it and I realized two things. One is a plan is super important. And you can see this because I didn't follow my plan. I didn't pay attention to it. I wasn't looking at it. And as a result, the things I wrote down that I wanted to get done didn't happen. Simple as that. So a plan is important. But the other thing I realized is that the goals you set for yourself on this plan have to be realistic. And, you know, that's somewhat of an esoteric term, right? It's kind of generic. It has to be realistic. Of course they have to be realistic, right? Uh, if you wanted to, your skin to turn purple tomorrow, that's not a realistic goal, right? Um, so your goals have to be realistic. But more importantly, what I mean by realistic goals is you, your brain can really only focus on the really big goals, like, I don't know, buying a house, for example, or moving to another state, right? Those really big goals. Your brain can really only focus on about one or two of them at a time. Once you get beyond that, it gets washed out and you can't really focus as much and you can't really put as much energy into each goal. So as I was going back through my plan last year, I think one of the reasons that I stopped paying attention to it was not just that there were so many additional stressors in my life at the time, but I had set myself too many big goals. I was too aggressive with the goals that I was setting for myself. So for example, one of the, the goals that I had written down was to have at least one real estate investment property by the end of the year to start generating passive income. Did not happen. But if you also look at the real estate market towards the end of last year and, and even moving further into now, for someone who doesn't have practical experience with real estate, that was a very aggressive goal, right? In a matter of months to be able to own a real estate investment property. Now, I have since then started to rework some of this plan. And I'm beginning to realize as I'm going through this, there are other big plans in here that are just maybe not feasible. Uh, and maybe they're not realistic either. Uh, 
For example, one of my uh, good friends here in town does uh, once a month, he does a walk with a dog at a local park, not a dog, <laughs> a doc, you know, like a doctor, walk with a doc. Uh, it's a nationwide program that he has uh, participated in. And so once a month, he does a walk with a doc at a park. And I wrote down to attend these regularly. Why? I mean, for one, it's good, right? Physical exercise is the fifth B. Uh, so I, I do want to go out there and support my friend and also be able to go out uh, to a park and enjoy a good walk, good conversation, out in nature, doing something healthy. In theory, it sounds simple, right? All I have to do is show up on a Saturday morning. Well, the caveat here now is my daughters have extracurricular activities at the same time. So even though this is a nice goal to have, it's not realistic anymore because honestly, my daughters are more important than he is or, or the walk with the doc is, right? I mean, I can, I can meet up with him some other time, but my daughter's extracurricular activities are going to take precedence over his walk with the doc. And so that is one thing that I need to rework here. How realistic is it to say to attend these walks regularly? Maybe I can only attend two or three of them this year. So I need to sit down and schedule that out a little bit better, see what my, what my daughter's schedules are, what his schedules are, and see what is truly realistic. So this is a very simple plan. This is not a big plan, a big goal, right? Should be simple enough to accomplish, but there are logistical hurdles. And so when you sit, sit down and create your plan, right? Your 30-day plan, your six-month plan, your one-year plan, you want to make sure that what you're writing down aren't just dreams. Because if I say attending every walk with a dog, realistically, that's a dream. I have no way of making that happen. It sounds good in my brain, but in the real world, it just isn't possible. So you want to make sure that when, when you're setting yourself these goals, that they are realistic and attainable for you in your situation. And of course, the other component of that is that you don't just write this down and walk away from it like I did, right? You want to make sure you put this in a place where you can refer to it, you can look at it, you can tweak it as it goes along. This is a living and breathing document that gets updated frequently. Your life circumstances change. Your six-month plan becomes your 30-day plan. Your one-year plan becomes your six-month plan. So things always change in here, right? Maybe you meet different people and new opportunities arise. And so your plans have to adapt to that. They have to adopt to that, right? And that's okay. That's perfectly okay. This is not meant to be a permanent fixture. This is not meant to be the one and only way to get to your destination, right? If you think about it, even when you're driving a car, you know, if you punch uh, you know, your, your destination to the GPS and you're, uh, it takes you down a road that has construction and the road is completely blocked, well, what do you do? Well, you get off that, off that road and find a different way around. And that's the same thing with this plan. There's going to be things that come up where you need to adapt. You need to have some flexibility built in. But first and foremost, you got to have at least realistic goals that you think you can actually achieve on this plan. And this plan also has to be aligned with your future vision, right? It has to be aligned with where it is that you want to go. Because if you don't have the right vision in mind, or you have the wrong plan in mind, you're going to end up somewhere where you don't want to end up in. On rare occasions, you may end up somewhere, you know, you may end up in a better place. But by and large, the probability is that if you don't have a solid vision for your future of where it is that you want to end up, 
and you don't have a good plan to get you from here to there, you're going to end up somewhere where you don't want to be. And that's right where we started. We don't want that, right? So that's planning. In theory, simple to do, but in reality, not easy. And I don't want you to confuse simple for easy. This will require some work. This will require some time. And you got to have an idea of where it is that you want to go so that you can set realistic waypoints along the way that you know you're going to be able to achieve. And if things have to be pushed back a little bit, so be it. If you have to adjust your, your six-month goal a little bit so you can get to your one-year one goal or whatever, right? I mean, it, it happens. People are in car accidents or bad medical diagnoses happen and your life gets completely derailed. Everything changes. Life happens, right? That is normal, unfortunately. And so it is okay to look at your plan and adjust and adapt to your new circumstances. So this is a living and breathing document. This is not set in stone. I don't want you to think that this is set in stone. This is something, this is of all the exercises that I've, that I've put together in the Phoenix program, this is the one and only exercise that I actually recommend you do on a computer because that way you can change it. You can edit it. You can take things out. You can put things in. You can erase things. And it all is a nice and clean interface for you to look at to maintain your path forward to stay focused and aligned with your goals and your future vision so that you know where it is that you want to end up and you stay on track to get there. So that's the fourth P, planning. Very important, very simple, but not easy. Anyways, I hope this was helpful to you. Uh, if it was, please like, subscribe, share it with a friend. And I also want you to know, like I said before, the Phoenix program is based on my own experiences. It is also based in the more global science behind many of the coaching techniques and frameworks that I am learning about. But I want to know what works for you because I want this program to be the defector standard for treating burnout. I want this program to work for you and for anyone. And really, the only way I know how to do that is if you give me some idea of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So. Hit me up on the socials, send me a message, leave a review. Let me know some way, somewhere, what works and what doesn't work so that I can provide a better program for you and everyone else. I don't want to waste your time. I'm not here to waste your time. I want you to get value out of this. That's why I'm doing this. I've already done this journey and I'm continuing my, my journey. I'm continuing my track and I'm perfectly happy with that. But I, I wanna help you find a better path forward as well. And the only way I can help you is by knowing what it is that you need from me. So let me know. Again, connect on the socials, leave me a review, send me a message, send me an email. I'm here for you. All right, thanks again for tuning in. I hope this was valuable to you. With this Independence Day, I hope you're having a relaxing weekend. You get to spend some time with friends and family. Reconnect with yourself. Recover. Rejuvenate. Enjoy some fireworks, but do it outdoors. And until next time, unleash your genius. <laughs>